Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is an English summary, a just and a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Ma Qamr Zamasa Abdamad Barakatuhum, which took place on Wednesday, the 3rd of Jumadul Ula, 1443, corresponding with the English date, 8th of December 2021. Hazrat Wala starts off by quoting the ayat of the Quran in Majid, Laqad khalaqnal insana fi kabad. Verily, we have created man in toil. I have with me, and I'm still continuing, with this last portion and chapter of my Kitab, Dastur Salikin, which actually I have taken from the Minhajul Abidin, and that was the last Kitab of Imam Ghazali, Rahimahullah, and the last portion of that Kitab as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let us understand the maqsad and objective of our life. Sometimes I look at people and I'm amazed that how far uh, we are going and what we are actually doing. So this is the last fossil and chapter of Minhajul Abidin, where Hazrat Imam Ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala goes on to say that this path, the long and short of it, covering the distance of it, like a person walking and, and, and finishing it up by many, many steps, this would maybe would able to stay with the strength of a person's body or his weakness. But that's just a normal path. Here what we are actually trying to say and we are speaking about is Tariqun Ruhaniyun, the spiritual path that the heart traverses and covers. Tasluqul Qulub. Now this path is actually covered up and traversed by thought, thought pondering to make fikr. And this is also with foresight, insight, and according to aqaid. The essence of, of all of this, the essence of all of this is a nur from the heavens and the gaze of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which falls into the heart of a believer. And he sees by means of this, he would see the matter of the two worlds and the reality of it. Now this particular nur that we are talking about, sometimes a, 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 a salik, the, the one who is treading this path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, travels and he seeks it, he searches for it for a hundred years and he does not find it. And he does not even find the traces and effects of it. And all of this is because of the mistakes in his quest, his desire and his talab. And his weakness in his effort that he is making and his ignorance about this particular path. So that's the one person. After a hundred years, he finds nothing. And someone else, you would see him finding it in 50 years. 
وآخر يجده في عشرين and another person you'll find him getting this nur of Allah سبحانه وتعالى in twenty years وآخر في عشر and there's another person then too that you would find him finding it in a short time of ten years وآخر في يوم and someone else just in one day وآخر في ساعة and someone in just an hour وآخر بلحظة and another person yet in just one moment and all of this how? بعناية رب العالمين with the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the Lord of all the worlds وهو تعالى ولي الهداية and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of this nur this hidayat, this guidance لكن العبد مأمور بالإجتهاد However, the servant, the bondsman, is commanded to make an effort and a sacrifice. Without that, nothing is achieved. فَعَلَيْهِ بِمَا أُمِرَ And then, he should do what he is commanded with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most just and he does what he wants and whatever he wishes. Now, if you say for you know, Hazrat, I just mentioned this yesterday, Hazrat Wala is saying that Mawlana Yaqub Saab said that this path is very, very uh, long. Now, this is actually one of the articles of Hazrat Mawlana Yaqub Saab, who was the head teacher at Darulum Diyomani in the old days. Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah Saab used to quote this malfuz and statement of his regularly, trying to say that the path is so long and it's so difficult, but if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants and he helps a person, then even in one moment it can be achieved. Now if you say that this matter is so difficult and so much the weak servant needs for all of this, and what's all this about? Then I would say in answer to this, by the custom of my life, whatever you are saying uh, is true, that the matter is most difficult and that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدٍ We have created man in toil. In another verse of the Qur'an Majid, Allah ta'ala says إِنَّا عَرَضْنَا الْأَمَانَةَ عَلَى السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَالْجِبَالِ Truly, we did offer the amana, the trust and moral responsibility or what can we say? Honesty. Or all the duties which Allah Ta'ala has ordained. We entrusted this. We gave this amana to the heavens and the earth and the mountains. But they declined to bear it. They declined to bear it and they were afraid of it. Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's punishment and torment. But man bore it. Verily, he was unjust to himself and ignorant of its uh, results. It is for this reason that. Sayyidul Mursaleen, the leader of all the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam would say that law alimtum ma a'lamu labakaytum kathiraw wa ladwahidtum qalila. If you knew 
what I know. If you had to come to know what I know, then you would weep profusely and you would laugh less. And what was uh, narrated that the caller would call out from the heavens, If only the creation was not created, why couldn't it be like that? But now once they are created, They should know why they have been created. وَكَذَلِكَ يَقُولُ السَّلَفَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْهُمْ And similarly, we have many statements of the Salaf al-Salihin. فَعَنْ أَبِي بَكْرِنِ السِّدِّيقِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْ أَنَّهُ قَالْ It is narrated from Abu Bakr رضي الله تعالى عنه. He used to say, وَذِدْتُ أَنِّي كُنْتُ خَضَرَاءَ تَأْكُلُنِ الدَّوَابِ مَخَافَةَ الْعَذَابِ I wish, how I wish that I was just grass, that animals could eat me. And all of this was? Because of the fear of adab. An Umar radiallahu ta'ala an anna usami'a insanan yaqra. It is narrated from Umar radiallahu ta'ala an. It is said about him that he heard an individual uh, reciting the Quran. Hal ata'ala al-insani hinum min ad-dahri lam yakun shay'am madhkura. Has there not been over man a period of time when he was nothing? To be mentioned? When Umar radiallahu ta'ala heard this, what was his remark? If only the matter ended there and there. That insan, a, such a time had passed on him that he was, he, he was nothing to be mentioned. He was not even in existence. If only the matter could have come to an end there and there, it would have been all over. وَقَالَ أَبُوْ عُبَيْدَةُ بْنُ الْجَرَّاحِ وَقَالَ أَبُوْ عُبَيْدَةُ بْنُ الْجَرَّاحِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْ أَبُوْ عُبَيْدَةُ بْنُ الْجَرَّاحِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْ says وَذِدْتُ أَنِّي كَبْشٌ لِأَهْلِي How I wish I was this uh, goat uh, which belonged to the family and thereafter my meat was taken and distributed and the gravy of this year would have been drunk. Walam ukhlak, and I was not brought to life again. Allahu Akbar. Wa'anil Fuzail ibn Ayaz, rahimahullah, narrated from Fuzail ibn Ayaz, rahimahullah, he says, Inni la aghbitu malakan muqarraba. I don't even envy the close angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wala nabiyan mursala, and not even those anbiya alayhimu salatu wa salam, wala abdan saliha, and not even a saintly a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alaysa haula yu'atabuna yawm al qiyama? Won't even these categories of people be reprimanded on the day of qiyama? Innama awbitu malam yukhlaq. I only would envy that one that has never ever been created. Allahu Akbar. An Ata as Salami rahimahullah, narrated from Ata as Salami rahimahullah, that he used to say, Lo anna naran uqidat, if only some fire was kindled, 
فقيلا and it would be announced then من ألقى نفسه فيها صار لا شيء whoever takes himself and throws him into that fire would become and will be reduced to nothing and meaning he would not be brought up again لخشيت أن أموت من الفرح قبل أن أصل إلى النار I would actually fear that I would die out of happiness when I would hear that type of an announcement before I could even reach the fire and throw myself in. Allahu Akbar. So the matter, O oh people, is severe. Rather, more than even you can think, more than you can even comprehend. However, this year has already been passed in the everlasting knowledge and will be executed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is most mighty and most knowledgeable. So there's no way out for the servant except that he spends all efforts in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and holding on to the rope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and humbling oneself always in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is only then that most probably Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have mercy on him and keep him safe with his grace. But this that you're saying, Amma qawluka, that's what you are actually saying, Kullu hadha limadha. Now all of this, this whole system, what about it and how come? I will tell you about that. This talk of yours, this remark of yours, actually is denoting gross negligence. يَدُلُّ مِنْكَ عَلَىٰ غَفْلَةٍ عَظِيمًا The fact of the matter is, and the correct thing you actually is, that you say that all of this has come the way of the servant and he is a week. Do you know what the weak servant searches for? And whatever he searches for, the least of it can be put into two categories. Whatever he makes a sacrifice for, the first category is, and what he would be blessed with, is as-salamatu fiddarain. Peace. Safety, security, protection in both the worlds. And the second one is Al-Mulku Fiddarain. He will get honor, respect, grace in both the worlds. Now let's take the first one. This of safety in both the worlds. For in the dunya, the dunya and its trials and its tribulations in such a manner is such. It is such. This dunya and its calamities, its difficulties that not even the close malaika of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are safe from it. Uh, you must have heard about the hadith of Harut and Marut. So much so, Ruwiya, that annahu idha urija biruhil abd ila sama, that when the soul of the bondsman of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taken through, uh, to the heavens, then the malaika of the heavens are actually amazed and they say, how did this person actually survive from such a world that even the best of ours be, have become corrupt, corrupt? The best of ours, meaning of the malaika, had become corrupt. And let me tell you about the akhirat and its 
terrifying situation so much so that the Anbiya and the Rusul والسلام, would be calling out Nafsi, Nafsi, how I worry about myself. La asaluka liyom illa nafsi. I don't ask for anything today except this concern that I have for myself. So much so that if a person has to his credit, if he has to his credit the a'mal of 70 anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam, that day is so terrifying, he would actually think that I would never make it. Therefore, whoever wants to be safe on that day, whoever wants to be safe, sorry, whoever wants to be safe from the fitan, the trials and tribulations of the dunya, and he wants to come out peacefully in such a way that no fitna has actually uh, afflicted him and he wants to enter Jannah peacefully. Do you think for a moment, Do you think that this would be a simple matter? Allahu Akbar. Most definitely not. So that's the first one. Salama. Peace in both the worlds. That will happen when a person strives. Now let me carry on to the second point, which is uh, kingdom and grace and miracles and everything for the servant in both the worlds. Now how would this actually be achieved? This is whatever happens in reality In the dunya, it is because of the hukam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does this year because of his love for his great friends, meaning the awliya Allah. And because they are so happy with the qada and the taqdeer of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the earth, the land and the sea and it is just one step for them. Uh, stones and bricks, it is gold and silver for them. Jinnat, insan, animals, birds are all uh, subdued, all for them. La yasha'una shay'an, they do not wish for anything except that that happens because they do not wish for anything except that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes and whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wishes that actually comes uh, to the fore and takes place. They do not fear anyone from the makhluk and none puts them to fear. None, uh, they are not awe-stricken due to anyone else. They do not serve anyone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather, the entire humanity serves them. And the kings of the world don't even enjoy a percentage of this type of, of honor which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to his chosen servants. Now, what about the akhirat? What about the akhirat? وَإِذَا رَأَيْتَ ثَمَّ رَأَيْتَ Allah Ta'ala says, when you look and when you look there, meaning in paradise, you would see you would see delight 
that cannot be imagined and a great dominion a great dominion it is something very very great and you know that this dunya is temporary and it is small and it is meager so what is the condition of a person who is trying his best in this dunya will he understand it to be a lot if he just performs two rakats of salat for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or he spends two dirhams or he stays up for two nights no never ever even if he has a thousand breaths or he has a thousand lives or he has millions of uh, lifespans all of that put together and even more in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and according to the status of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it would be uh, less it would be less and after that if he is successful with whatever he sought and whatever effort he made then that is a great booty for him and it is the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given Imam Ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala goes on to say then wake up O miskeen O you poor person get up min raqdatil ghafilin from the slumber of the negligent ones from the slumber of negligence get up from that and if you think about this that what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is actually prepared to give his servant when he obeys him and when he is in the service of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when he spends his entire life treading this path to Allah what would he find? in essence he would find 40 garments rather 40 grace, graces uh, grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 20 related to the dunya and 20 related to the akhirah the 20 that's related to the dunya I'll tell you that it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remembers him now because he served Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much now look look what happens the first of the 20 is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remembers him Allah praises him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honors him and and what can we say what can we say if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is honoring him the honor of Allah and the praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the second second one is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, is appreciative Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises him you know today if somebody praises us in the dunya how happy we get what can we say if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the ilah and the rub of all the awwaleen wal akhireen of everyone from start to end if he has to uh, praise us and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to talk about us how much would that be for us the third point is from the karamats and the great virtues that insan finds in this dunya after serving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would be that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love him just think for a moment 
if a prominent person in your locality loves you or the leader of the country has some type of love for you, how much that means to you? Then what can we say? What the love of the Lord of all the worlds for you. The fourth great privilege for this person who serves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that Allah ta'ala becomes his representative. Allah ta'ala plans all his matters. Point number five. Allah ta'ala becomes the guarantee for his rizq. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will turn it to him in every condition without him becoming tired or worried about anything. Point number six. Allah ta'ala will always help him against his enemies and anyone who has an evil intention against him. Point number seven. That Allah ta'ala will be his friend. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accompany him and he will not fear any changes of his condition that he finds himself in. Point number eight, that Allah ta'ala will give him honor and no type of uh, disgrace uh, would, would come to him uh, by doing menial tasks or uh, this or that or the other. Rather, he would not even want that the kings of the world, he would not even want them to serve him because he will find so much of honor in his heart. Point number nine, that he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him lots of uh, courage, that he would not even turn to the adornment of this dunya. Point number ten, he will have contentment of the heart, ghin al-qalb. And can there be anyone who will be more independent and more rich than the person who has the richness of the heart? He will always be wide-hearted. He will always be happy and events would not scare him and the absence of things would not worry him. Number 11, the nur that Allah Ta'ala will give him in his heart in this dunya is another point that how Allah Ta'ala will grace him in this world. Such a nur that would guide him to the knowledge and the secrets and the philosophies that people after spending their entire lives and all efforts would not come to those type of conclusions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses his servants. Point number 12, Allah will open his heart and his heart would not be narrowed at any time due to the difficulties and the efforts of this dunya. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, point number 13, would give such type of an awe he will enjoy that Allah will place in the hearts of the people for him that even the best of them and even the worst of them, even the Fir'auns would honor him, respect him. Point number 14, love in the hearts. Allah will put the love of people, that put his love in the hearts of people. And you'll just see that people are leaning towards him, him loving him. Point number 15, Allah Ta'ala will give him general barakat in everything, in his speech, in his self, in his actions, 
in his clothing, in his house, even on the sand that he walks on, Allah will put barakat, even in the place that he sits in, even though it may be for a day. That people will come there and say, certain, certain person sat here, certain great personality came and sat here. And, even Allah will give him so much of an honor, so much of uh, general barakat, that people will understand it to be a great honor just to look at him and they would say, I saw certain, certain great person or I stayed in his company. Point number 26 from the gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives his pious servants in this world. Allah ta'ala makes subservient the earth, the land and the oceans in such a way that if he so wishes to go with the winds, he may do so. If he wants to walk upon water, Allah will allow him to do that. And if he wants to walk the surface of the earth in just one moment, Allah Ta'ala will allow him to do that. Point number 17. Allah Ta'ala will make subservient the animals and uh, the beasts. Every type of makhluk, Allah Ta'ala will make them subservient to this person. Point number 18. Allah Ta'ala will give him the ownership of the treasures of this world. Wherever he wants, whatever he does, he will have it. If he strikes his hand on the earth, treasures will open up for him. If he strikes his foot on the earth, fountains will gush forth. And wherever he wants to sit, there will be for him a dastarkhan that would be laid out for him. And point number 19. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him qiyadah. That he will rule and people would follow him. In what sense? That he will rule and he will guide people to the door of Rabbul Izzat. Jalla Jalaluhu and people will enjoy such a company of this person and point number 20 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make him mustajabu dawat he will not ask for anything except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant it to him he will not intercede on behalf of anyone except that his intercession would be accepted he would take no qasam Upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will see it true. In such a manner that if he has to point towards a mountain, even that mountain, Lazala min makani, would move from its place. He would not be in need of asking anything by means of his tongue. In fact, if even thoughts come in his mind, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless it to him. So, in all of this here, 20 points we have mentioned to you. Imam Ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala mentions that this is the type of honor, nobility, grace, and rahmat, barakat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would give his special servants here in this uh, dunya.
Allahu Akbar. Let's make dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all with afiyat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this tariq easy for us. At least let us make niyat. What if we make niyat? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make this path for us to Him easy. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta al-sameeul alim wa tub alayna innaka anta al-tawabur rahim bi hurmati sayyidin nabiyyil kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam